Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Eliezer Sherwinter. Maseches Beitza has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yassi Friedman, Leila Nishmas, Menachem Ben Yosef, and Tzina Devora Bas Yechiel. We're now starting Bezis Hashem the Gemara on the Fama Zayinim and Aleph, which begins with the Gemara on the bottom on the Fama Vav and Beis. The Gemara asks, and that that we weren't in the Mishnah, the Eilu Hein Mishum Rishos Haydonin Vaymekachin Vaycholten Vaymiyamin. On all these cases, the Gemara asks about mitzvah kavod. Now, to explain the Gemara's kasha of a mitzvah kavod, we find the machloek case between Rashi and Tosfos b'Shem Rabbeinu Tam. Rashi explains the Gemara's kasha as follows: The Gemara is asking, "Vam mitzvah kavod? Why does the Mishnah call Donin mekachin cholten miyamin rishos?" Which, as Rashi explains, the Mishnah means kriyvim a mitzvah v'chaya Donin mekachin cholten miyamin or a full-fledged mitzvah. On that thing, Marian says that there are cases that are not a full-fledged mitzvah. The obvious question of Rashi is, as the Rashi asks, that if even cases of Donin, Mekajan, Choltanam, Yamin that are a full-fledged mitzvah also, why did our Mishnah refer to these cases as Rishos? Which sounds like the only, where it's not a full-fledged mitzvah, do we say that it is also. When it is a full-fledged mitzvah, it is a mutzah, according to Rashi. Even had it been a full-fledged mitzvah, would still be Aser. So why did our Mishnah decide to pick cases that are only a Rishos? That is the Kash of the Rashba. So we find that the Simchas Yontif answers the Kash of the Rashba as follows. The Simchas Yontif explains that 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 we say, that in Donin, Mekajan, Chot, and even where it would be a full-fledged mitzvah, is based on the fact that there is Donin, Mekajan, Chot, and that is not a full-fledged mitzvah. And therefore a Bonon went and made a way plug, and said that since we find done in Mekach and Cholz and Yamin as not a full fledged mitzvah, and that is bidin that should be Aser, therefore Abana went and said that any done in Mekach and Cholz and Yamin is Aser, even if you would have a done in Mekach and Cholz and Yamin, that would be considered a full fledged mitzvah. And that is why the Mishnah refers to these cases as Rishos, because the basis of the Isser of Donin, Mekach, and Cholzim Yamin is based on the fact that there exists a possibility of a Rishos. But again, one has to understand that just like one sees in the Sefer of the Mishnah, that we say that it is Aser even though is always a mitzvah, still it is aser. So why, as far as this chayok of the Mishnah of Rishos, of Donah, Mekach, and Chotzim Yamin, would we say that had it always been a mitzvah, then it would not be included in the Isser of the Mishnah? Before we enter this kasha, I would like to go to Teisus Vashem Ben-Otam. Teisus Vashem Ben-Otam argues in Rashi and explains in Gemara as follows. Teisus explains that the Gemara asks, while mitzvah ka'avid, the Gemara is asking, why is it Aser? How can the Mishnah say the one is not allowed? To be done, Mekadesh, Chirutz, Miyabim, Chirut is a mitzvah covered based on the fact that it is a mitzvah one should be allowed to be done, Mekadesh, Chirutz, Miyabim. On that, the more answer is that the reason why it is Aser is based on the fact that we are talking about specific cases that are not a full-fledged mitzvah. And only then is it Aser. According to Thesis, according to Benetam, had it been a full-fledged mitzvah, then it would be Mutzer. And again, the kasha is, why is it different than the safe of the Mishnah? So we find that the Rosh says the following pshat. 
The Shesha says that only these mitzvahs are mutzer on Shabbos and Yontif, based on the fact that these mitzvahs are chomer tfei. For example, din. The Shesha explains that din is one of the mudim on which the Ulam stands. And for that reason, had we been talking about a case of din, which is a complete mitzvah, then one will be allowed to be done even on Shabbos and Yontif. And so to prove Mekachin, which is a mitzvah pruvu, the mitzvah pruvu is such a chomedika mitzvah that had we been talking about a case of Mekachin, which is a complete mitzvah, then one will be allowed to Mekadish even on Shabbos and Yontif. And that is a Pshani Rashi as well. That the Rashi understands that, that the one is not allowed to Mekadish or Dan Chilot Miyabem, even where one has a complete mitzvah, is based on that that we say a plug from a case which is not a complete mitzvah. But, had there only been a din, mekach, and chotz, miyabin, which is, which is a complete mitzvah, then one will be allowed to dan mekadish chayot miyabin based on the fact that for such a chomedika mitzvah, for such chomedika mitzvahs, Rabbanon never assert. Now let's go on. To that, the Gemara talks about for mekach. And again, the Gemara asks, for mitzvah kavod, which according to Rashi means, why is it included in Rishos? Or like Tesis Vashem and Atam, Ochayah, Vamitzvah covered one should be Latim Akadish on Shabbos and Yantif. The Mari answers, Oi Tsricha de Isai Isha Obanim. Rashi explains in Gemara Shakhvatari that the Mari's cash was a mitzvah covered, the mitzvah of Puruvu. The Gemara's heritage is the Isai Isha Obanim, and therefore he was Makai Mitzvah's Puruvu. Shnei Zacharma Vishamai. Hazachan Akavil Bisilo. Rashi ends off the Sui Mifkud Kuli Hai Kamina Bi Vomis, Umik Tsas Mitzvah Ika Kadam Amar Babaika Zras Arecha or Evaltene Chedecha. Well, here, according to Rashi, the main point of the Gemara's Teretz is that he already was Makayim his Mitzvah's Puravu. Again, the Gemara's Kasha Mitzvah covered Rashi ones is because one has a Mitzvah Puravu. The Gemara's Teretz says he already was Makayim Mitzvah's Puravu by the fact he has Banim. Well, here, that thing Gemara says this way Isha is not necessary. The main Teretz is that fact he has banim, and therefore he was ready to carry the mitzvah puravu. If he has an isha, if he has an isha banim, there is no mitzvah b'beikers ras v'achalar v'atenichadach either. So before we answer Rashi, I'd like to go to Tesis. And Tam, on the other hand, explains as we said before, the Mars kash is mitzvah kavid. One should be allowed to by isha. And Tam brings down that that the, that the Yerushalmi in the first paragraph you may asks by Kohen Gadol that we are masak and isha acheres. The Yerushalmi asks. That how is one allowed? Timasak and Timakadesh Isha Kheras. How is a Kohen God allowed Timakadesh another Isha? I, one is not allowed to be Kohenah, Kenyan, Bishabis. On that, Yishami answers, Ein Shvos Bamikdash. Abinatami asks, if mitzvah is a reason to matter Timakadesh Isha, what was Yishami's Gasha? Why did Yishami answer? Does that mean that it is Motor Timakadesh Isha? Kivan de mitzvah kaavid da kivan shemesa ishte mitzvah loy lisi shacharis. He has a mitzvah. And the fact that he has a mitzvah itself should be enough to matter the kengadal to mekadesh and ishacharis. From Tesis of Kivager says that one sees that Tesis understands that the Gemara's kasha of a mitzvah kaavid is not necessarily the mitzvah of puravu. Because had the Gemara been referring to the mitzvah puravu, what was his kasha in Yerushalmi? Who said the kengadal, even though his isha was mesa, who said the kengadal did not have bonim from his first isha? And if he has banim, he was Makayim the Mitzvah Puravu already. So from here, Kveger says, and one sees that Tesis is Chayluk on Rashi. And Tesis understands that even where one was Makayim the Mitzvah Puravu, still it is considered a Mitzvah Gemura. 
which according to Tam, would be matter a person between Kaddish and Isha and Shabbos and Yontif. But now, getting back to Rashi, as we asked before, why according to Rashi did the Gemara find it necessary to tell us we were talking about a case that he has an Isha? The main point of the Gemara's Tarets is only that he was already Mekayim versus Purva, which is based on the fact that he has Banim. So we find the Priyitzchak in Cheokal, Simim and Ma'alaf explains Rashi as follows. That Rashi understands. Had we been talking about a person that does not have an Isha, even though he has Banim, still will be considered a Mitzvah Gemura. Based on the Pasuk, And the Chiyav is a complete Chiyav, is a complete Mitzvah. That, the Rashi says, that it is only a Ktsas Mitzvah, is based on the fact that he already has Isha Banim. And since he has Isha Banim, therefore, it is only a Ktsas Mitzvah. The Pitzchak goes on to say, the Chiyav has Isha Banim, it is not even a Ktsas Mitzvah, like we said before. Pitzchak says, we are talking about a case that he has an Isha to love Bas Bonim. In other words, the Isha that he's married to can no longer have children, and therefore he has a Ktsas Mitzvah. According to Yitzchak, it comes out that there are two parts to One, if one does not have an Isha, then he has a complete Chiv, a complete Mitzvah to go and Mekadesh and Isha Acheres. On the other hand, if one has an Isha, as long as the Isha is a Labas Banim, then, even though one does not have a complete mitzvah, still, like Rashi says, mitzvah So again, according to Yitzchak, it comes out like Rashi, we need both Isha Banim. The Banim, as far as Purvu is concerned, the Isha, as far as the Chiv of Abayka According to Yitzchak, there is no Machoikes between Rashi and Teisvis. Rashi also agrees that if one does not have an Isha, is not just a Rishos, but rather a mitzvah gemurah to Mekadesh Nisha Acheres. Rashi and argue, if the fact that one has a mitzvah gemurah, is that itself enough of a reason to matter one to Mekadesh Nisha on Shabbos or Yontem? According to Rashi, even when there is a mitzvah gemurah, there is no heter. According to Benetam, had there been a mitzvah gemurah, there would be a heter to Mekadesh Isha. Now, now let's go on to the next part of the sugya. Again, our mission we learned is Avacha of Mekadesh and Lecholten Vemiyamin. The Gemara explains that that, that there is an Isra, Mekach and Chotz is based on a Gzeir Shemichta, the one, one might come to be Kaisif. Tosis, on the other hand, brings down that the Yushalmi in the first parak of Yuma argues. Yushalmi explains that, that there is a Wachavimakach is based on the Isra being Kaina, a Kinyan, Bishabbos, which Tosis explains in the Fahmad Zayinim and Aleph, is based on the Pasik of Mtsoi Chavitzachavadabadabar. And therefore, Tosis goes on to say that according to the Yushalmi, that understands. That, that there is an Isser to Mekadosh Isha is based on the Isser being Kaina Kinyan B'Shabbos, so to one will not be allowed to Megarish to give a get on Shabbos V'yantif, based on the fact that there is a Kinyan involved in giving a get B'Shabbos V'yantif. In other words, according to Tesis, it comes out that there is a tremendous Machlech between, between Argamar and the Yushalmi, is the Isser of Mekachim based on Egzeir Shem or according to the Yushalmi, the Isser is based on that the one, the one is being Kaina Kinyan through his Kedushin. Now, let's try to understand what is the basis of the Machlekes between our Gemara and the Yerushalmi. Well, one can explain that our Gemara holds that there is no Isra in Kedushin, Mishum Kainna Kenyan B'Shabbos, based on that we find by Rechaim Shmulevitz in his Sefer Sharechaim in Kedushin Simenvav. Rechaim Shmulevitz explains that when one is Makadesh in Isha, he is not doing a Maisa Kenyan. 
in the Isha. When one gives Kesef to an Isha, he's not doing a Maisa Kenyan in the Gufa Isha. But rather what he is doing is a Maisa Kedushin. What happens when one does a Maisa Kedushin? What happens when one does a Maisa Kedushin is that it's Chal, a Chalois Ishos. And one of the Dinim of this Chalois Ishos is that a Baal has Kenyan in what he's doing is not an actual Kenyan Be'ishtay. And therefore one can say that based on that, for that reason our Gemara holds that there is no Esir and Kedushim Shemukayna Kenyan B'Shabbos because again when one is Mekadosh Nisha he is not doing a Maisa Kenyan Be'ishtay. That is how one can explain our Gemara. Yushami on the other hand Luchayor could argue and Yushami Luchayor understands that when one does a Maisa Kedushin, he's doing an actual Maisa Kenyan Be'ishtay. And for that reason, Yishami understands that in every Kedushin, one is not allowed to be Kaddish Nisha on Shabbos, based on that he is Kena Kenyan Be'Shabbos. Here one can explain that the Yishami also agrees to that that we said before, that in every Kedushin he's not actually doing a Maisa Kenyan Be'ishtay, but rather all he's doing is a Maisa Kedushin, which creates a Chalais Ishos. And still the Yishami holds that there is an Isra in Kedushin Mishimukayna Kenyan B'Shabbos. Before we explain that that one can say that there is an Isra Mishimukayna Kenyan B'Shabbos even though he is not actually doing a Maisa Kenyan, I would like to preface with the Shaila that we find in B'Kiveger and Chuvas and Mekofan and Tess. The B'Kiveger clears the following Shaila. We know there is a Lacha that one cannot be Kenyan Kenyan B'Shabbos. What would be if one made a Maisa Kenyan Arab Shabbos and he said that the Chalois Kenyan should be Chal on Shabbos. Do we say that the Isra being Kenyan Kenyan B'Shabbos is only to do a Maisa Kenyan on Shabbos? If one did a Maisa Kenyan before Shabbos, even if the Chalois is Chal on Shabbos, there is no Isra being Kenyan Kenyan B'Shabbos. Or do we say that the Isra being Kenyan Kenyan B'Shabbos is dependent upon the Chalois Kenyan? It is not dependent upon when he did the actual Maisa Kenyan. That is the Shaila of Rebbe Mkveger brings the following raya. As we said before, Teisvis brings down the Yushalmei Yuma. The Yushalmei Yuma asks, What was the het of a kain gadol to mekadesh or yisha acheres? Lachera, one is not allowed to be kain a kenyan b'shabes. From this, Yushalmei Mkveger proves that 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 we say ain kain a kenyan b'shabes is not dependent upon the ma'isa kenyan. Because again, one was the kain gadol mekadesh or yisha acheres. He was mekadesh or yisha acheres. The ma'isa kedushin took place. Before Yom Kippur. All he said was, is that the Chalois Kedushin should be Chal on Yom Kippur. And still, the Yushalmi asks, Ain Kainah Kenyan B'Shabbos. So from the Yushalmi, Kiveger proves that even if one did a Maisa Kenyan before Shabbos, if he said that the Chalois should be Chal on Shabbos, still, one is over the Isra of Ain Kainan Kenyan B'Shabbos. So now, according to what Kiveger proved from the Yushalmi, that the Isra of Ain Kainan Kenyan B'Shabbos is not dependent Upon the Maisa Kenyan. Even if the Maisa Kenyan was on before Shabbos, still there is an Isser. It is all dependent on when the Chalais Kenyan is taking place. As long as the Chalais Kenyan is taking place on Shabbos, there is an Isser in Kenyan Kenyan Shabbos. One can explain that that the Yushami understands that in every Kedushan, there is an Isser of being Kenyan Kenyan Shabbos. Even though, as we said before, a Kedushan is not an actual Maisa Kenyan, still, since at the end of the day one is creating a Chalais Kenyan, 
there is a Chaloyis Kinyan taking place, the fact that there is a Chaloyis Kinyan taking place, that itself is enough to be Aser, Mishom, and Kinyan, Kinyan, Bishabbos. That is how one can explain the Shita of the Yerushalmi. The Babli, on the other hand, that seems to argue on Yerushalmi, and holds that there is no Aser of Kinyan, Kinyan, Bishabbos by Kedushan, is a Chira based on the fact that, that our Gemara understands that the Iser and Kenyan, Kenyan, B'Shabbos is not dependent upon the Chalais Kenyan, but rather it is only dependent on the Maisa Kenyan. One is not allowed to do a Maisa Kenyan on Shabbos. And therefore, a Kedushan, as we said before, is not a Maisa Kenyan. And for that reason, the only Iser to Mikadash Isha is only based, as Argumar says, on a Shema Yechtev. Now let's come on to the next Sogya. In our Mishnah, we learned that there is a Lachav Ein Magbian Chumas to explain what the Isser of being Magbiya Trumas Maishas says, we find a tremendous Machlekes Harishainim. Rashi, by us, and so we find in Rashi in Shabbos Hamadar, and I'll explain that the Isser of being Magbiya Trumas Maishas is based on that, that one, that one with his Afrosha is being Misak in the Kri. Till now, the Kri was Tevel, it was Aser Bachima, and now with his Afrosha, he's being Misak in the Kri. That is how Rashi explains the Isser of being Magbiya, Chumas, or Maisris. The Rambam, on the, on the other hand, in Parakov Kimmel, Mehokhashabes, Lachiyadawad, explains that the Isser of being Mafresh, Chumas, or Maisris is really for two reasons. First of all, there is an Isser of being Misakin. Second of all, the Rambam says that the reason why one is not allowed to be Magbiya, Chumas, or Maisris is based on that, Shezadami, Lamaktish, Aperish, Ahifrish. In other words, by being Magbiya, Chumas HaMaishas, he's being Makdish, the Peyus, he was Mafresh. The obvious question is, why the Rambam need a secondary reason to explain the Isser being Mafresh, Chumas HaMaishas? Why wasn't the fact that he's being Misak in the Kri enough of a reason to explain the Isser being Mafresh, Chumas HaMaishas, like we find in Rashi? We find in the Marobach that the Marobach and Simon Tassayin explains that that the Rambam needed a secondary reason to explain the Isra being Magbiya Chumas Maishris is because the Rambam was coming to explain that the one is not allowed to be Magbiya Chumas Maishris even on Yontif. That had the Isra only been based on that that he's being Masak in the Paris, one is allowed to be Masak in just like you find one, I mean, the one is allowed to shakht an animal so so too one will be allowed to go and be Masak in the Paris since the Tikkun is a Tzayuch nefesh, Therefore, the Rambam saw from that that there is an Isser of Magbiyat Shumus on Yontef. From there, the Rambam saw that there is a secondary reason why is it Aser to Magbiyat Shumus and that is because it's Damiyo Maktesh. And as far as Damiyo Maktesh is concerned, there is no Heter of a Tzayuch nefesh. And therefore, the Rambam had to explain that there is a secondary reason of Damiyo Maktesh to explain that, that, that it is Aser to Magbiyat Shumus even on Yontef. That is how the Malabach explains the Rambam. Now the question is, what's Pshan Rashi? How can Rashi explain that the Isser of being Magbiyat Shumasamaisis is based on that the Yimsak in the Kri? If so, how does one explain the Isser of being Magbiyat Shumasamaisis on Yontif? So we find in the Staipo and Kiyosyaka Beis and Meches that the Staipo explains as follows. The Staipo explains that from Rashi one sees that there is an Isser being Masakin, even though he has been Masakin or Tzayach Echonefesh. Since he had the opportunity to be Mafresh, Trumas, and Maishas before Yontif. And since it was Efsher, therefore there is no Heter being Mafresh, Trumas, and Maishas on Shabbos because he had the opportunity to be Mafresh, Trumas, and Maishas before Shabbos. 
And for that reason, the Slave explains, that is why we say, as, our, as we see in our Gemara, that Paris that became Teva on Yantif itself, one is allowed to take off Chumas Ma'isris, because again, since the only Yisra is based on that, that he had the opportunity to Mafresh before Yantif, if the Paris first became Teva on Yantif, then one will be allowed to take off Chumas Ma'isris based on that, that one is allowed to Masakin on if he did not have the option of being Masakin before Yantif. In the Sefer Mishkan Asyakim, in Archaim Simen Kof Mem, we find that the Mishkan Asyakim brings the following Makar for the Rambam. We find before in the Gemara of Tess that the Gemara says, A few Gilgal Isa Merav Yantif. Let's say someone was Magalgal and Isa from before Yantif, what is not allowed to Mafresh Chalan Yantif. And even as the Gemara says, we find that Shmuel holds Chalas Chutzlarts Eichel Vahilech Vachkach Mafresh. In other words, one is allowed to eat before he is Mafresh Chalan by Isas Chutzaretz, still there is, there is an Iser being Mafresh Chala even in Chutzaretz. As Ligmar explains, Since the Afrasha is considered Afrasha, therefore even though one is allowed to eat before Afrasha, still there is an Iser of Afrasha's Chala from Isav Chutzaretz. From here the Mishnah Yaakov says that is where the Rambam proved that there is a secondary Iser involved in Afrasha's Trumas Maisris. Because over here, by Isa's Chutzaretz, there is no Tikkun whatsoever. He was allowed to eat before Afrasha. And since there is no Tikkun, what could possibly be the Iser? From here, the Mishkan Asyakov says the Rambam proved that there is a secondary Iser, that, that there is an Iser being Maktish. And therefore, by Chalas Chutzaretz, even though there is no Tikkun involved, but still one is not al-Timafish Chala based on the fact that there is an Iser Haktish. And through his Afrasha, his Afrasha of Chala, he's being Maktish. That is how the Rambam understood the Gemara on Davtes. Rashi, on the other hand, on Davtes, explains that that, that there is an Iser of Afroshas Chala from Isas Chotzaretz is based on our Mishnah that there is a Loipug of Ein Magbian Chumas Umaisas Biyantif. Even though here there is no Tikkun involved, still Rabbanan said a Loipug. That no matter what, even if one is not actually being misakin with his afrasha, still there is a lach of ein magbian chumas umaisus. That is how Rashi explains the Gemara. Now to understand why Rashi argues on the Rambam and holds that there is no iser of being maktish with his afrasha of chumas umaisus, one can explain that based on that that we find by Rashi by us. The Rashi by us explains that that our Gemara says that there is an iser to be maktish. Rashi explains that the reason why Hektish is Demo Mekachumemkar is based on that Shemoitzi Mereshusai Roshos Hektish. By being Maktish, he's Moitzi from his Roshos to Roshos Hektish. That is why there is an Iser to Maktish Mishum Mekachumemkar because there is an actual Mekachumemkar going on through his Hektish. Therefore, one can say, the Rashi understands that 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 we say that Hektish is also Mishum Mekachumemkar is only because there is an actual transfer of Bailas through his hektish. On the other hand, by Chumas and Maisus, that there is no actual transfer of Bailas. Therefore, for that reason, Rashi understands that one cannot explain the Isra being Mafish Chumas and Maisus based on the Isra of Maktish. The Ramam, on the other hand, seems to understand that that, that there is an Isra of Maktish, Mishumekech Umemkar, Rabbonon made a Leipug. And Rabbonon said that any hektish, even if one will find the hektish that is not an actual transfer of Bailas, any hektish is also Mishum Mekach 
And for that reason, the Rambam understands that even though Trumas Maestris is not an actual transfer of Bailas, still it is Osir, and it is included in the Isser Maktishin. And for that reason, we find the Sefer Teres have fallen some in Pegemel, and in the Tzvach before in Be'ad Afir Beisim Beis, that there is no Isser being Mafresh Maiserishin according to the Rambam on Yontif. Because again, as far as Tegan is concerned, like the Rambam, there is no Isser being Mestakna Tzorichich Onefesh on Yontif. And as far as Hektish is concerned, being Mafresh Maiserishin is not an active Hektish because there is no Kedusha Maiserishin whatsoever. And for that reason, there is no Isser according to the Rambam to Mafresh Maiserishin on Yontif. Now, let's go back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, A Magbi and Trumas Maiseris. Gemara asks, Pshitza, Tani Rabbi Yisaf Lenitzricha Elalitna Lekayin Bay Bayim. Rashi explains that the reason why I would have thought that there is a heter to Mafresh Lenitna Lekayin Bay Bayim is because the Ika Lemeimar Lav Muchacham Milsa Hidot Kune Tivla Mechavin. It's not Muchach, he's being Mechavin with Tukune Tivla. From Rashi, it's Mashma that the Isser of our Mishnah, they might be in Trumas Maiseris is because it's nearer to Mesach and Tevel. It look, looks like he's being Mesach and Tevel. If our Mishnah is referring to the actual Vafrasha of Trumas Maestris, it's not just Mucha Melsad or Tkuni Tevel. He's actually being Mesach in the Paris through his Afrasha. So from Rashi we see that Rashi understood our Mishnah, that our Mishnah is not referring to the actual Afrasha of Trumas Maestris, but rather, our Mishnah is referring to a case that even if one actually did a Kriya Shem, even if one was actually Kriya Shem Trumas Maishris from before Shabbos and Yontif, still, one is not allowed to be Magbia the Trumas Maishris and actually separate the Trumas Maishris on Shabbos and Yontif. And so too we find in the Gra in the Mai Peritaal and Mishnah Dalad. That the Goyen explains that that we find in the Mishnah, that the Mishnah says, Well, Yitzlein Beshabbos, the Groh explains, Well, Yitzlein Beshabbos means that he should not actually separate them on Shabbos. And even though the Kriya Shem took place before Shabbos, and for that reason the Paris no longer tevel on Shabbos, still he is not allowed to go and actually separate the Trumas and Maishas on Shabbos. And so too we find the Biyalach and Simon Tov explains, Beshita Sarambam and Perkhav Gilam Yolcha Shabbos Wachatasayin. That there is an Isser, even if the Kriya Shem took place before Shabbos, there is still is an Isser to actually separate the Trumas Maishas on Shabbos. And, and for that reason, Rashi explains that the Isser to be Magbiya Trumas Maishas is based on that to Muchacha Milsa In other words, it looks like he's being Misakin, because the actual Tikkun took place before Shabbos. Just it looks like he's being Misakin. And for that reason, one, one is not allowed to actually be Magbiya Trumas Maishas because it looks like he's being Misakin. And so too we find in the Chesam Sefer in our Gemara that the Chesam Sefer explains our Mishnah according to the Ramam like we said before in the Goyen that one is not allowed to actually take off to be Magbiya Chumas Maishas on Shabbos. The Chesam Sefer goes on to say that this Isser only applies to Shabbos. On Yontif, one is allowed to be Magbiya Chumas Maishas as long as the Kriya Shem took place before Yontif. And so too is Mduik in the Ramam that the Ramam only brings down the Lachav Yitzlim only in Hocha Shabbos, not in Hocha Siyantif. To understand that, that the Chesam Sefer says that this Isser being Magbiya only applies to Shabbos, not to Yantif, we find in the Sefer Mata Aaron, Hocha Siyantif, Simon Tovkov, Zayin of Gimel, that explains based on that that we said before, that as far as Tikkun is concerned, the Isser of Tikkun only applies 
to Shabbos, not to Yontif, because on Yontif one is allowed to be misakna tzorichich nefesh. Therefore, the Mataran goes on to say that since the issue of being Magbiya is based on that, that it is Nirakim Asakin, because as far as the secondary Yisr of Nirakim Akdish, the Hektish took place already with his Kriyashem, therefore the Yisr of Nirakim Asakin only applies to Shabbos Nantiyantif, because on Yantif one is actually allowed to go and be Masakin with Sayyid Chonafesh. That is how the Mataran explains that according to the Chsam Sefer, this Yisr only applies to Shabbos Nantiyantif. On the other hand, according to Rashi, that the Isra Masakin applies to Yantif as well, so too there will be an Isra to Magbiyah and Yantif as well, based on that, that it is near a Kimasakin. Emir Simcha, in our Samech Perch of Kumamu Shabbos Vachetasayin, explains that that there is an Isra Magbiyah in a different way. Emir Simcha explains, The Kivan, the Karashem, Vichan, the Kaimam, Nimsa, Chumas, Maishas, Maishoni, Shasurum, Waikhma, Baim, Machuin, Ketrei, Minim. In other words, since all he did was a Kriya Shem, so therefore one has a mixture of Chumas, Umaishas, and Chuan together. And Chumas, Umaishas, and Chuan are considered like two separate minim. Therefore, his Agba, what he's doing is he's being Boyer, the Chumas, Umaishas, from the Chuan. For that reason, one is not allowed to be Magbiya based on the Isra Boyer. And therefore, Meir Simcha goes on to say that again, this Isra only applies to Shabbos, not to Yantif. Based on that, that on Yontif there is a heter to Yavarer Shnei Mina Yaichlin. That's how Meir Simcha explains the Isser of being Magbia Chumais Umaisis. Now let's go on to the next sugya. The Gemara asks the following Kasha. Our Mishnah says, Kalei will be Yontif Amru, Kavachem Rabbi Shabbos. Ein ben Yontif Shabbos, Elo Yichlin Nefesh Bovad. The Gemara asks, Rabbinu, Mishil and Derech Rabbi Yontif, we weren't in the first Mishnah in our parak. That there is a difference between Yantif and Shabbos. Mishio derech rubi Yantif avoli b'Shabbos. The Gemara ends off by saying, "Amar apapoi kasha b'Shamei b'Silo." Now we find the machlekes between Mishamei b'Silo. If there is a heter haitza b'Yantif atzerich, as the Gemara explains, since the iser total is Mishum haitza, therefore, if there is an iser total or not, is dependent upon the machlekes b'Shamei b'Silo. If there is an iser haitza, Chayyuf Margamol once sees. That 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 we learned in the first mission of the parak that there is an iser of a meishilam peiros derech haruba by Shabbos is based on that that there is an iser of total mishum that one is not allowed to metatal those peiros based on that that we are grazing mishum The obvious question is where do we find that there is an iser to metatal dvar mamutarim? We know that Allah is one is allowed to metatal keli shemalachti lahatamichamalatzal. Even though the purpose of his total is to save the keli from being ruined, still one is allowed to metal to the keli. So, so to in our Mishnah, how can you say that the iser of being metal to the peris is mishum itzah? Well, the peris, or like any keli shemachdulat, which is mutter mechamul itself. So, from here, we find in the chuvas lahiris nas and the keli kesim the following chiddush. That 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 we say that there is a heter to metalto keli shemalachti lahetem mechamalatzel is only if one has an actual usage of those kelim on Shabbos, and therefore that tilto mechamalatzel is considered a tilto tzeruch Shabbos because if those kelim get ruined, he won't be able to use them later on on Shabbos. Only then is there a heter mechamalatzel. But if one wants to metalto keli shemalachti lahetem mechamalatzel and there is no Tzerich Shabbos involved, then, then 
even though the Kiwi is a Kiwi Shemachto Hatter, one is still not allowed to be metaltal, based on our Gemara Tilto Mishamaitza. That is the Chiddush. That the Wahiris Nazan says one sees in our Gemara. Balchira, if one looks carefully at the Gemara and Shabbos, Kavchavdaun on the base, one sees not like the Chiddush of the Wahiris Nazan, and one sees that by Kiwi Shemachto Hatter, even if there is no Tzirach Shabbos involved whatsoever, even if the whole purpose of being metal to the keli is only in order to save the keli from being ruined, still there is a heter of a keli heter to metal to itself. So again, the kash is, how does one understand our Mishnah that one is not allowed to meshel the peiris that are based on that that we aser tiltum yishamaitzah? So here one can explain our Gemara based on that that we find in Rashi before in that we base on The Rashi explains, that 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 we say that there is an Isra of Toto really everything should be included in the Isra of Toto even Eichem HaKelem. The only reason why Eichem HaKelem are not included is only because of Engezerin Gezerin Al-Hatzibor Elam Kein Rebbe HaTzibor Yichin Ba. And therefore one can say that, as far as our mission is concerned, that there is Tercha involved, since there is Tercha involved, therefore Abon went and said that the Mokim Tercha, we are back to the Iser Toto Mishamitzah, which really applies across the board, even by Kalim Vaichim. That is another way with which one can explain our Mishnah. In our Chashulchan, in Simen Shinwam Gimel Siftalad, we find the following Chiddush. Our Chashulchan says as follows that there is no such Iser called Iser Tercha B'Shabbos. The Atu Tercha Asura B'Shabbos. Like the Aruch HaShofen says, if, if one would carry a heavy table, him like a tercha, and still one is allowed to carry a heavy table. So the Aruch HaShofen explains, Elada inyan hu, da'af al-gav d'leislon moktza, mikomokam ha-muvdol hu mizeh, fein v'haschel v'dover ha-muvdol k'shiyesh tercha. In other words, that the Rabban went and said that there is an iser tercha is based on the fact that he is being terech and something that he is muvdol from in something that he wasn't planning on using on Shabbos. That is when there is an Iser Tercha. Here one can take the Aruch HaShokhan a step weiter and say that really there is no Iser Tercha on Shabbos. What Rabbonin said was that the Mokim Tercha, anything that one is moved off from, is considered Moktza. But Rabbonin never went and said that there is an Iser in the actual Tercha on Shabbos. And since the basis of our Mishnah is based on Moktza, Therefore, our Gemara explains that the Iser of our Mishnah is based on Tilto Mishumaitzah, just like any Mokta is Asa Mishumaitzah. That is another way with which one can explain our Mishnah based on the Chiddush of the Aruch HaShulchan. Now let's go on to the next sugya. The Mishnah says, To understand this halacha, I would like to preface with the following Machlekes Rishonim that we find in the Gemara in Erevin, that Memzayin and Mabes. Rashi, the Rashba and Ritva hold that if, let's say, one's behemah and kalim were outside his tchum, then the halacha is that they have their own tchum. The behemah and kalim have their own tchum. And we do not consider the behemah of kalim as if they left the tchum. That halacha is that they only have da'od ames. But rather we say that they have their own tchum. The Ravid, on the other hand, argues. The Ravid says, if let's say the Behemah and Kalim are outside his Chum, then we say that, Ein lahem el 
just like any Yetzir Chotzot Chum only has Daoramis. That is the Shita of the Ravid. Now to understand the Machlekes between Rashi, the Rashba, and the and the Ravid, the Machlekes is based on a Shaila on how to understand the Allah of our Mishnah of Abahima, the Akelam Karagway Abailam. The Ravid understands that our Mishnah says Abahima, the Akelam Karagway Abailam means to say, that the Behemah and Kalim are considered part and parcel of the Bailim. And whatever the Tchum of the Bailim is, that is the Tchum of the Behemah and Kalim. And for that reason, the Behemah and Kalim are no longer in the Tchum of Bailim. They are considered as if they are Yetzir Chutz Tchum that Ein Wahem Eladauramis. Rashi, the Rash Banutva on the other hand, understand that that we say Behemah and Kalim Karakwe does not mean that the Behemah and Kalim are part and parcel of the Bailim. And we look at at the Behemah and Kalim as if they are a chiluk of the Bailam, that whatever the Tchum of the Bailam is, that is also the Tchum of the Kalim. But rather we say that since these Behemah and Kalim have a Bailam, whatever the Bailam decides should be their Tchum, that is the Tchum of the Behemah and Kalim. And therefore, if the Behemah and Kalim happen to be in his Tchum, the Behemah and Kalim have the same Tchum as the Bailam. On the other hand, if there will be Nimtza outside the Tchum, then they have their own Tchum, whichever Tchum the Bailam decides his Kalim should have. In the Gain Yaakov and Ervin, the Fmemheim and base, we see that the Gain Yaakov understands like the Raifet. The Gain Yaakov requires the following Shaiva. What be the Allah of a person who left his Tchum? As far as the person himself is concerned, he only has Laud Amis. Now, what is Allah as far as his Kalim are concerned? Do we say that since just like he only has Dalamis, so to his Kalim only have Dalamis? Or do we say the Kivan Shahotra Hotra, that since at the beginning of Shabbos these Kalim had a Tchum of Apayamama, so even though he happened to leave his Tchum and now he only has Dalamis, his Kalim retained the Tchum of Tchilo Shabbos? From that, that the Gain Yaakov understands that really the Kalim should lose their Tchum. Just like the Bible himself was the Tchum, one sees that the Gain Yaakov understands that 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 we say a behema vakeom karagoyabalim means to say that the behema and kalim are a chaluk of the Bible. And whatever the Tchum of the Bible is, that is the Tchum of the kalim. And for that reason, if the Bible lost his Tchum of Apayamama based on the fact that he left his Tchum, so too his kalim will also lose their Tchum. Because the whole Tchum of the kalim is dependent upon the Tchum of the Bible. That is what one sees in the Gain Yaakov. Rabbi Kiveger, the Ben Ezer and Beis Meir, asked the following kasha on the Rashi Rash Banutva. Again, the Rashi Rash Banutva understands that if the Behemah and Kalim are Nimtza outside his Tchum, then we say that they have their own Tchum. The Chorinim ask, well, how does Rashi and Rash Banutva Understand the Mishnah of Vaitra and the Famatasma base. The Mishnah says, Misho hi Pereisa bi Racheres. The Erbu bene Isa hi Erla havi etzom hi Pereisa vloya viulai. In other words, one sees from the Mishnah that if his Pereis or Nimsa chutz litchum, chutz from his tchum, then the Allah is they cannot, the people from that ear cannot bring the Pereis to him. Davis Kash is, okay, like Rashi the Rashban Utva. Just because his Pereis or Nimsa chutz litchum, that should not make any difference whatsoever. We should say the Paris have the Tchum of the Bnei Ha'ir. So we find that the Evan Ezer says the following texts. We find in the Gemara Neivin that Memheyam and Beis Machoikas Abiyichim Benui V'Rabbanon of Cheftzei Hefgar Koinah Shvisa or not. If Chafetim that are ownerless, are they Koinah Shvisa? Or do we say that they are not Koinah Shvisa? And they don't have their own Tchum. 
only chafetim to have a bailam have it chum. The Avonizer goes on to say that that the Rashi, the Rashban Ritva understands that if behind man keom nimtza chutzot chum, then we say that they have their own chum that is only if one understands a chafetze hefker or koinish visa. On the other hand, if chafetze hefker and not koinish visa, then the only tchum that Kalim can have is only the tchum of the Bailim. Because again, according to Mandam Hefzei Hefker, Ein Kain and Shvisa, then that that Kalim have a tchum is only because we see the Kalim as a chaluk of the Bailim. Only if one holds a Hefzei Hefker, Kain and Shvisa, that means that Kalim can really have their own tchum. Just their tchum is dependent upon the Bailim. Therefore, the Avonizer goes on to say that that the Mishnah of the Tesla says that let's say his parents were nimtza outside his tchum, then the Avonizer's Bnei Ha'ir cannot bring him those parents. That is based on the fact that the Tana of the Mishnah understands that Chavtzei Hafgar Nakrin Shvisa. And then, like all the Rishonim, everyone agrees that 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 we say, is based on the fact that we see his Kalim. As a chilek of the Bailam. And for that reason, if they're nimtza chotzotchom, they only have the aramish as a gani yitzi chotzotchom. That Rashman Rashman Ritva understand that if his chafetum nimtza chotzotchom, that they have their own chom, is only like the other mandamer that holds chafetze, hefger, kreen, and shvisa. That is the teretz of the Evan Ho'izer. So again, we have a tremendous machikis harishayim in how to understand that Mishnah Behim of Akim Kragoya Do we say that that means that Behim of Akim that the Bayam are the ones to decide the Tchum of their Behem of which is a sheet of Rashi, the Rash Ben Ritva. The Ravid, on the other end, understands that Behem of Akim means that we see the Behem and Kalim as part and parcel of the Bayam as a Chilk of the Bayam. They are Nitfolim to the Bayam. And whatever the Tchum of the Bayam is, that, that is also the Tchum of their Behem of Akim. Well, here there is a tremendous Navkamina in this Machoik as far as how to understand. That that we say in our Mishnah, As we see in the Gemara explains, that is referring to even if he only actually gave it to Manyantif. Just he asked to borrow it from before Yantif. But the actual Sheila took place on Yantif, still we say that the Behem of Akim are Karagway So again, if one is to understand that Behem of Akim is dependent upon the Das Habaylim, that the Bailam are the ones to decide the Tchum of the Kalim. So over here, since the Bailam were planning on giving it to the Shail, so therefore the Bailam decided that the Tchum of the Kalim should be Karagwaya Shail. And for that reason, the Allah is that the Bailam Karagwaya Shail, even though it was not yet the Shail's, till Yontif itself. On the other hand, if one is to understand like the Raivet, that that we say, Bailam Karagwaya Bailam, means that the Bailam Kalim have the Tchum of the Bailam, well, here one would have to say that 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 we say, that even though the Sheila took place on Yontif, still the Kalim are Kragway Ashail, is based on that that we see the Kalim Bershos HaShoyal Me'erev Yontif. And for that reason, they have the Tchum of the Shoyal, because they are in its volume to the Shoyal, because the Kalim are already Bershos HaShoyal. And so too, that that we see in our Gemara, that if one gives his Behemoth to Raya on Yontif, as long as there is only Raya Echad, then even though the actual Mesiris HaBehemah, the actual giving over of the Behemah to the Raya took place on Yontif, still the Behemah is considered Karagway HaRaya is also dependent on the previous Machlekes. One understands like Rashi, the Rashi, and Ritva, the Bayom, and the ones to the side where the Tchum of the Kalim should be. So here we say, since there is only one Raya, 
they already decided that the that their behima should be betchomaraya. On the other hand, like the Ravid, one has to say that since he was planning on giving it over to that Raya, therefore, Meraviyante, if we already see the Behima as if the Behima is Bereshos HaRaya, and for that reason, the Behima has a Tchum of the Raya. Because we see the Behima as a Chilk of the Raya, because the Behima is already Bereshos HaRaya, Meraviyante. So again, according to Rashi, the Rashba, and the Ritva, that that we say that Behima has a Tchum is because that was the Das HaBailam. On the other hand, like the Raiva, that the Behema has a Tchum is because we see the Behema Bershos Haraya. Now let's go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Now as far as how to understand our Gemara, we find the Machlekes between Rashi and the Rith, according to the explanation of the Balmar and the Ram. Rashi understands Kan Mishnah means there are two Rayim in the city. And since there are two Rayim in the city, therefore... If he did not give it over to any Raya before Yantif, we don't say that whichever Raya gave it over to Anyantif, that the Behema is Betchum, the Raya that he actually gave it over to Anyantif, but rather we say that the Behema has the Tchum of the Bailam. Like Rashi explains, In other words, since that that we say that the Behema has the Tchum of the Raya is dependent on that, that that was a das ha-bailam erev yantif, that the behemoth should have the tchum of the raya. And since the very two rayim, one cannot say that the das ha-bailam was that the behemoth should have any specific tchum of any specific raya. For that reason, we say the behemoth has the tchum of the bailam. The riff, on the other hand, according to Balmar and the Ran, explains our Gemara differently. He explains our Gemara, Kan Mishnei Rayim, that he actually gave it over me erev yantif to both rayim. And even though he actually gave it over to both Rehim and Yantif, still we say that the Behema has the Tchum of the Bailam. As the Rosh explains that the Rif understands that if one gave it over to Turayim, he does not want it to be Bershusim. He just wants them to take care of it. But he doesn't want the Behema to be Bershusim. And therefore, since, since he does not want the Behema to be Bershusim, we still see the Behema of Bailam. And for that reason, the Behema has the Tchum of the Bailam. That is based on the understanding that 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 we say that the behemah has a tchum of the raya is because we see the behemah b'shos haraya. But by two rayim that we don't see the behemah b'shos harayim, therefore the behemah remains b'shos habayim, and therefore the behemah has a tchum habayim. That is how the Rosh explains the riff. The Mishnah on the other hand, in Simon Shin Salizayin, Sharetzian Sifkatan Yud explains the riff, that since usually speaking, each raya puts his air in different places, and each raya has his own tchum. Therefore, the behemoth will end up with a small tchum. If the behemoth will have the tchum of both rayim. And for that reason, the Mishnah explains the das of the Balabayas was not that the behemoth had the tchum of the rayim. And for that reason, the behemoth remains with his tchum. Based on the, on the understanding that, that we say the behemah has a tchum of the raya is because the das val bias was that the behemah had a tchum of the raya. But by two raya, we don't say that. And for that reason, the behemah has a tchum of the val bias. That is one machoikis as far as the pshat in our Mishnah. Another machoikis is how to understand that our Mishnah says hamisar of nai ayleraya. The Rif understands that benai is one of the rayim that the Gemara refers to as shnei rayim. Means that those are the two Rayim that the Gemara speaks about. 
On the other hand, the Rambam and Parakei Mehochasyon Tefalochi Yedalaf explains that if Moiser of Noi is its own case, that if one gave over a behema me'erev yontif to Benoi, still we say the behema has a tchum of the Bailam. Based on that, that we do not see the behema bershos haben. And since we don't see the behema bershos haben, therefore the behema is kershos habaylam. Based on that, that that the behema has a tchum of the raya is only because we see the behema bershos haraya. On the other hand, the Rambam understands that by benoi we don't see the behema bershos benoi, and therefore the behema still has a tchum of the baylam. Now let's go on to the Gemara on a base. The Gemara is on a between Rav and Rav Kana and Rav Asi. Rav holds, if let's say you have a behema b'shutzfes, the behema is asura. As the Gemara explains, that even though Rav holds yeshbira, still the behema is asura based on that, the kayanki tchumen me'adodi. Evkan and Avasi on the other hand argue. And they ask the following shayla. Le'isr mukta le'chashashu, le'isr tchumen chashashu, shasik Rav. As far as how to explain that the Rav was shasik, we find the Machlikas HaRishaynim. The Rif understands that Shasik Rav means to say that Rav did not agree to the Kasha that of Kanan Ravasi asked on Rav, and therefore Rav holds that the Behima is Aser, based on that to Kayanki Tchumayadadi. On the other hand, the Ran explains that Rav was Shasik means that Rav agreed to have Kanan Ravasi based on Kanan Ravasi's Kasha of Isser Muktzawe Choshu Isser Tchumen Choshu. Now, as far as how to understand the Kasha, of Rav Kanan Avasi from Isra Muktzah we find the three basic Malchim Nirushenim. Rashi explains that each Chelok is Muktzah for the other one. As Rashi explains in Ansadi, the Kolchan Minau Akti Daiti Michelkoshachavere. And therefore, Rav Kanan Avasi proved if we, if, if we are not worried about the fact that there is a Unika from Muktzah from the other Chelok, the other person's Chelok, which is Muktzah for the other Shatif, so too we should not be worried about the Unika of Tchumen. Taisa, on the other hand, argues. Taisa says that there is no problem with Muktza whatsoever, based on the fact that it is Muchen Since it is Muchen we do not say that something that's Muchen is Muktza for me. Therefore, Taisa goes on to explain that thing Mar says, means that even though the Behema grows, and whatever grew on Yantif is considered Nailad, and we should be worried about the growth of the Behema, still we say, and so too, Iser Tchum and the Nika from Tchum Chaveray also should not be a problem. The Ra'al explains that of Kanan Avasi asks, Iser Muktzah Lechashashu, is referring to that that we learned in Chum and Avsamachesim and Aleph that the Gemara says, if let's say you have a Behemoth with an Uber inside, and the Uber that was inside the Behemoth was Moitzia Siyadi Lachotz, that Aver that it was Moitzia is Aser, and the rest of the Uber stays Mutzer. And we do not worry about the fact that the rest of the Uber is Yenik from that Aver. And therefore, as the Gemara says, as the Ra'ah explains, is referring to the Gemara Naf Samaches, so to the Iser Tchumen, the Yenik of Tchumen Lechashashu. Now to explain what Rav Kanan Avasi saw from the Iser Muktzah Lechashashu, what they saw was that one says Bitzel. According to Rashi and Ra'ah, that the Yenik of Iser is Bitzel, or according to Tesis and Neilad, whatever grew in the Behemoth, even though a crew should be considered Neilad, is also Batzal. So, so too over here with Iser Tchumen Chashashu, based on that, that we should say Bitzal. The obvious question is, we know that Tavar Sheishu Matirun is not Batzal. 
And if Tavar Sheish Matim is not potel, for what reason should we say that Le'eser Tchumen Le'chashashu, the one should not be Cheshash of Yenikah Veser Tchumen, Le'chayat Tchumen is a Tavar Sheish Matim. So we find Netzlach and Bukhvega that say the following Pshat. They say, based on that we find, in Shulchan Aruch, Erechayim, Simen, Shinachav, Sef, Base, the following Halacha. If let's say one has wine in a gigas, and there are Novim in the gigas as well, and there's juice dripping out of those Anovim, even though B'derach Klau, the juice dripping out of the, of, of the Anovim is Moktza, still we say that the juice dripping out of the grapes into the Yayin Shevikigas is Batzal. Davis Kash is what happened to Yeshua Matirans, the Mogan of Romans of Cotton Hay brings down Meshem Asmak. That even though it's considered a Dover Sheyeshua Matirans, that that we say Dover Sheyeshua Matirans is not bottle, is only if the Isra is recognizable by itself before it became a mixture. But let's say it was not recognizable before it became a mixture, then even though it was a Dover Sheyeshua Matirans, it still is bottle. To quote the Mogan of Kivan Shalihoya Nikar Kudim Shinis Arev Bottle. And therefore, Kivega and Tzach go on to say that over here, as far as Argomar is concerned, even though Tchumen is a Davar Sheshimatirin, still, it's Patzal, based on that, that the Isser was never Nikr by itself. The Unika Hasura was never Nikr by itself. Now, when has to understand Rav. Why is Rav hold that we say Yanki Tchumen Adadi? Why don't we say that the Unika is Patzal? So you find the Primagodim in some machines are designed as Romans, cotton design is Medayik and Rashi. But the Ramaschal William Kusabi Yeshbir the following Pshat. That even though as far as, as far as Enika itself is concerned, one would say Bittal, but since at the time of Enash Moshes, at the time of Kniyas Hashvisa, each one is Yenik Mechavere, one cannot say Brera. And for that reason, Rav holds Bema Asura. That is how the Primagodim explains, according to Rashi, the Shita of Rav. Kiveger explains the Shita of Rav differently. Yubkivega explains the Shita of Rav based on the following Hakdama, that there are two reasons why Davar Sheyeshu Matirin is not Batzal. First of all, as we find in the Gemara before in the on base, that Davar Sheyeshu Matirin is not Batzal based on the rule of Ad Shateichanu Be'iser, Teichanu Be'etzer. In other words, instead of, instead of being Seymach and Bitzel, and eating Iser based on the Heter of Bitzel, eat it Be'etzer, and therefore one should wait till it becomes Motzer. And not rely on the Hatsura Betzel. That is one reason why Dover Sheshimatir is not Patel. But there is a secondary reason why Dover Sheshimatir is not Patel as well. The Ran in the Dharam explains that the Dover Sheshimatir is not Patel is because since the Isser has a Hatsur, therefore we look at the Isser as if it was already Hatsur. And we say Min Bimine Loi Batel. Because Hatsur cannot be a Batel Hatsur. That's how the Ran in the Dharam that from the base of Aleph explains that the Dover Sheshimatir is not Patel. Therefore, Kivega goes on to say the following Chiddush. That 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 we say, this rule, that something that was never, if the Isser was never Nikr to begin with, if the Isser was never recognizable before it became a Taruvas, then even though the Isser is a Yeshmat here in its bottle, that is only as far as the Gemara Mbeyad of Kimur Beis, of Ach Techanu Be'Isser Techanu Be'Hatr. Only as far as that far is concerned, do we say the Smak Svara, that if it came Ba'ilam B'Taruvas, then it is Batal. As B'Kiregor explains, that since the Isser came B'Taruvas, therefore the Isser is more Kal. And since the Isser is more Kal, therefore we do not say that you have to wait till it becomes Mutter. But, but that is only as far as the Svar of Ache Techanu B'Eser Techanu is concerned. But as far as the Ran Svara, even if it came 
B'taruvus. Even if the Isser first came with Taruvus, even if the Isser is not recognizable on its own, we still say that since the Isser is Eishu Matirin, therefore the Isser and Heter are considered Min B'minai, and Min B'minai is Le'botzel. Rabbi Kivega goes on to say that there's another tremendous Nafkamina. If you say the reason why Dover Sheshav Matirin is not Botzel is based on the rule of Acha Tuchana Besar Tuchana Batzer, or we say the rule of Dover Sheshav Matirin Le'botzel is based on that that it is considered Min B'minai. Kivagir says if something will not have a hetzer now, does not have the possibility of having a hetzer now, the only possibility of hetzer will come tomorrow. So as far as the, as far as the rule of Hatcher Duchanu Besar Duchanu Behetzer, we say that since tomorrow it will have a hetzer, wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow you'll be able to eat a Behetzer without relying on Betzel. But that's only as far as the rule of Hatcher Duchanu Besar Duchanu Behetzer is concerned. As far as the Ran is concerned, one needs to have the option of Hetzer in front of him now. If it only become Hetzer tomorrow, since right now it is completely Aser, therefore we say that it is not considered Min B'minei, and therefore the Hetzer will be Mavatal the Iser. And therefore, Kivega goes on to say as follows, that as far as our Gemara is concerned by Tchumen, since by Tchumen it is considered a Dover Shesh because one does not have to take it out of the Tchum, one can eat it in the Tchum itself, Therefore, since there is the option of Hetzer right now, therefore one has the Ransvara, a Mimbamina. And as far as Mimbamina is concerned, it does not make a difference if the Iser only came into the world Bataruvis, like we said before, from Rukiveger. And for that reason, the Nika of Tchumen will not be bottled based on the fact that it is Mimbamina. On the other hand, as far as Muktza is concerned, the Muktza will be bottled. Because again, the Yesh Matirin of Muktza is only based on the fact that one can wait till the next day. Such a Yesh Matirin is only based on that that we say, And as far as that's concerned, one has the Smak Svara, that since the Isser came with Herubis, therefore the Isser is more cow, and we do not say that you have to wait till, till it will become Matar tomorrow. That is how Rekiveger explains the Shita of Rav. So again, we have two basic Malchim and Rav. Either Pshan Rav is how the Primogadim explains Vishitas Rashi, that since it was Yanki Tchumim Me'adadi, therefore we cannot say Breira at the time of Kniya Shvisa, or like Rekiveger, that since it has a Hetzer right now, therefore we say that Davar Sheshmatirin is not bottled based on the Ransvar, that it is considered Min B'minay. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.